Welcome to the Fitness Canner Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Feigl. I'll be bringing you the truth about exercise by interviewing fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, as well as fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders. Hopefully you take this info and apply it to have a better, healthier, and happier lifestyle. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fitness Candor Podcast. I am joined today with Nick Folker from Bridge Athletic. And uh, as many of you know, I'm a little bit of a tech geek and I like researching that kind of stuff uh, as well as fitness articles, believe it or not. So when I find something that kind of crosses between the two, I like to jump on it. And so I, I reached out through Facebook and Nick got a hold of me and uh Without further ado, I want to welcome him to the show. So thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to chat with us, Nick. I appreciate it. Fantastic, Eric. Um, thank you very much for having me. I'm uh, really excited for this. Yeah, I am too. I think um, especially the the trend of I mean, everybody's climates, you know, on their phone and even when people are in the gym. So uh, this is going to be pretty eye-opening for some people and I think really enlightening for others and uh, I know it's going to go a long way in helping people too. So give us a little bit of your background and we can kind of go from there. Sounds good. Um, so originally um, I'm from South Africa, grew up in a very uh, small farming community there. So, um, you know, got a later introduction to sports, should I say. Um, definitely did not have the helicopter parents um, watching over me. Um, I got into... Uh, swimming that was sort of my my main sport um, I got into swimming because um, I was uh, diagnosed with asthma as a, as a young kid and to be able to play other sports um, was encouraged to try alternative therapy which was um, you know doing some some swimming back then that was considered alternative um, so you know really didn't like it starting off um, and uh, Anyway, it became sort of a love-hate, you know, being able to swim to play other sports like um, rugby and cricket. But I think that's, you know, plays into a lot of my background is, is doing a lot of athletic movements and, and, and different sports. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But played, you know, those, all those sports through high school. Uh, ended up deciding that swimming was uh, the way for uh, me to continue and, and get to the U.S. So swam, uh, got a scholarship, started out and. Uh, Miami, Florida, and then moved to um, Hawaii. Um, and, you know, from then was very fortunate to compete at uh, NCAA level and Olympic level for South Africa. Um, and I think along the way, one thing I noticed was, you know, as, as a youngster growing up looking for, um, you know, swimming specific or sports specific work or just any work that would, you know, go straight to a textbook and say, well, um, you know, for rugby, it says to get strong, you do this. And so they would try and adapt it. And they were putting loads on me that, I mean, I, I didn't know what a squat was. And the next thing I was, you know, I had a bar on my back as a 16-year-old with giraffe legs and, you know, rib cage and, and you know, elbows. Um, right. So, you know, definitely no progression, nothing specific. And then even, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, come to the Kinesis system and we'll have a coach that, you know, can really take me through it. Um, and, you know, nothing against it. We just got to the collegiate system and realized that, you know, everything was generated from football down. Um, and so there wasn't really, you know, anyone who could help us 
as much with swimming specific. You know, I had good, great coaches along the way, but just not uh, the you know the swimming background. Um, and you know, then went on to a, um, a professional career, and I was like, okay, now you know we're going to get help at a professional level and you know just traveling around on different circuits and chatting to people in australia and europe and it's just like there was this huge need on the swimming side for you know some research and some you know understanding what it took to create a system to develop young athletes in swimming and not do anything like sort of you know football based or basketball or, or baseball you know which there's nothing against them that's where all the you know revenue came from so because of that that's where all the research was um and all the you know literature and continued ed so i looked at it and i was like, okay something's wrong here so after you know towards the end of my career started a um a grad program in kinesiology went through that um and um went into coaching strength and conditioning you know i never really said as a youngster or even in college that i wanted to be a strength coach but suddenly realized this need and um wanted to see what i could do to help um so went into as a bit of an experiment and that turned into a uh, a 10 year a 10 year um sort of stint at cal um working with um the men's women swimming and 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 diving and water polo um did a little bit of golf along the way as well which was exciting um but you know had a had a tenure um run at cal working on strength and conditioning just based out of you know what i'd seen along the way and and trying to um, realize a need so did you see those same models when you went into cal did you see those same model models there as you went through in college or was there any kind of uh, adjustments made or did you have to make those adjustments? Um, let me answer that in a couple of different ways. Um, you know, once I'd been there, it was sort of five, six years on from when I was in college. So there'd been some progression, you know, the, the internet when I was coming in in college was, was still like this voodoo thing. Um, by the time, you know, I was coaching, it's like you could get videos on the internet. So it, people was, it was definitely opening the eyes, you know, technology was coming in. So from that standpoint, yes, things had progressed. Um, there was still, um, you know, football had their football strength coach, basketball had theirs. But what I liked about the idea here was, the aquatic program reaching out and mainly from a lot of the alums going, you know, we need something for these athletes, you know, lacrosse and the field sports need someone for them that has that background um, because that's what they need. Um, and so we did have to implement it, but you know, it was, it's, it's, it did need a little bit of uh, tweaking. Yeah. And I think that goes a long way for uh, athletes, not even in the college level yet, but they'd probably see a lot of that in the high school arena also, especially with big, I mean, football, you know, it drives a lot of traffic, drives a lot of money. So as it should. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it brings a ton in. So they, they take those, that research and that, that knowledge base and kind of just pass it down unless you're, you know, a much, much larger school. But, um, so, so move along a little bit to, so what you guys are, what you're up to now, how did the idea come along? Uh, how did Bridge Athletic actually get its founda foundations? Um, there was, you know, a few things went into it. Um, you know, the, the uh, co-founder that I started Bridge with is, is Michael Schaff. He was a 
um, All-American water polo player. Um, I coached him in college um, and he went on to play professionally and, you know, was really high level. And, you know, um, I think what he realized was he was very fortunate at, at his time at Cal to have a, you know, water polo specific strength coach. And, you know, when he went into playing professionally there wasn't there and so you know he'd come back and you know was training for the national team and um wanted to be able to find a better way to deliver the programs um because he was getting you know like a a piece of paper with you know 10 15 exercises well you know what do you what is a wall angel you know if you give that to five different coaches you're going to have different interpretations so how do we standardize that and how do we make it position specific you know because one thing that i was doing was you know with especially on the swimming side and water polo would break down their training based on their position and their stroke. You know, so once we got into this time of the year, let's say on swimming, they were, they were getting into, you know, sort of 18 to 20 different programs based on each athlete on the team and who was going to go to NCAAs. Same thing on water polo. We, you know, the goalie wasn't doing the same as a, a driver or a, a two meter defender. Um, and so he felt that that was lacking. And then on my side, I was looking at going, I, I was, you know, had the fortune of working with some amazing swimming athletes, but in terms of athletics and like athleticism, um, not very, um, you know, far advanced, if I could say that. So we had, you know, NCAA champions and, you know, athletes that went on to win gold medals coming in that couldn't do a lunge or even just a lunge in place. Um, you know, the squat mechanics weren't good, which I'm not saying you're going to put bar, you know, bar on their shoulder, but just how they move doing a bodyweight squat, you know, pull-ups, for a lot of athletes weren't even a thing you know push-ups were horrendous you know i had a guy a 137 which in swimming you know is 137 coming into college it's a solid time he couldn't do a push-up like i had to you know put him on you know put his knees down and teach him mechanics so how do we take all that take a step back and go at the high school and the club level how do we implement um you know proper technique and proper progression you know based on the athlete the needs, their training age, meaning how long they've been training and their biological, because those are two very important um, features. Um, so being an NCA strength coach or under the NCA rules, I couldn't just go out and have clinics and, you know, we'd send a bunch of, you know, content out to a lot of high school coaches. So well, the way to do that was to step away. Um, and create a system to do that. And that's how Bridge Athletic came about. So Michael and I started that um, with the intent of creating, taking elite-level programs, um, customizing them per sport, by position, by stroke, and all that stuff, and then, you know, leveling them down so that you could get a progression of, let's say, a 12-year-old boy or girl and what they needed to get them ready for college and beyond you know, with the idea that it's going to prolong their careers and decrease injury. Um, and that's the whole thing is we're not looking at injury prediction, but actually like making sure that, you know, athletes are in a good spot so that, you know, by the time they're 18, they haven't had two shoulder surgeries and going into college, you right. know, which is ridiculous and it's happening. Yeah. And that's super important because every, I, I crush this home all the time, but um, strength training is supposed to prevent injury. And yeah. along with that, it will increase your athleticism no matter, you know, across the board with no matter what sport you're playing. So it's really important to have that um, progression that you mentioned. So how if I was a, a young athlete coming in, let's just stick with swimming, for instance. And um, if I was an athlete using bridge athletic, 
what exactly would I experience? What's the actual, what's the, what's the magic behind it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't think the, I like to say there's no magic in anything. You know, I've, I do a lot of, um, presentations and um, talking engagements and stuff. And always there's a slide I have with, um, I think it's Tinkerbell from Peter Pan. There is no magic dust. There's no fairy dust. You know, coaches want us to put our hands in our pocket and sprinkle um, some magic fairy dust over this. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a system that what they're going to get is a system that is proven and will work with a progression. That's not going to put them in a place of uh, risk of injury. We're not going to, you know, we have six different levels that we progress them through, which a lot of people can't say. So if you come in as a, as a 12 to, you know, uh, 13 year old, again, like I said, based on your training age, you're going to go into, you'll do an assessment to start with, and then you'll go into um, a lot of body weight movements. And I'm not going to, what we don't want to do is load you, let's say, on an RDL or a squat if you don't know how to do the movement correctly. So we're going to work on movement patterns. We're going to work on stability and bracing before, you know, things they've got to make sure that they can brace and they can hinge. Um, you know, they, they know how to step, They you know, but work on that, protect the joints and the connective tissue. And then from that, we're going to move on to loading. Um, they, I don't, you know, a lot of these athletes, and this is the point a lot of people miss is they can't even carry or, or move their own weights. So why are we loading them? Um, you adding, you know, if you're going to do a single leg, it's you adding double the weight onto that, that those joints, and then you want to add more to it. Um, so let's work on making sure they can carry themselves. They can carry themselves in an efficient way. Um, and then we'll work on the load as we go. And that's across all sports. I mean, it's when absolutely. It's like it's we've got football, we've got you know lacrosse, baseball, um, you name it, triathlon. We've got all that content. Definitely, and especially with, and it goes across all all sports and all people who yeah. are playing those, all yeah. the athletes. Also, I think one of the things when it comes to if you want to say magic is what we really struggled with growing up was we didn't know how to do the movement. So you're getting interpretations based on someone at the, at the gym, all of our exercises are videos. We've got like 1500 exercises filmed and this is not a plug. This is just from a a safety perspective. Like you can watch the video. You can watch it anytime. You can, you get different angles, you get cues, you get stills and you can, you know, learn it. The parents can watch if they want. And it's, you know, so knowing that and standardizing that is huge. And that is the magic. That's the unicorn that I was talking about <laughs> because that's they you're literally you're providing it's it's digital content yeah. inside of a, of a weight room. I'm not sure if we drove that home or you know, not, but it's we, we can chat about that and how it's delivered, you know, because we have two different deliveries. One is the, the mobile app, um, yeah. which every exercise has a video. It has sets, reps. It has a progression. It has it's literally, a, a, you know, it, a coach in your pocket on your hand um, you and it guides you through it in the weight room we have a, a multiplayer app which is different so you can have multiple athletes on one ipad in the weight room and we have um you know colleges right now like you know oregon duke texas a&m cal arizona they're all using it in their weight room you know and so it's, it's a different it's a different version because you know you don't have you know, in the weight room, you're not going to need a video as much because you have your coaches there. For the freshmen, some of them played on a loop and they can watch, you know, the video. But for most of the upperclassmen, you know what a squad is by then because you have your, you know, strength coaches there. So it's a, you know, it's a little different delivery, but, you know, same idea. Absolutely. How are the coaches utilizing this to, to better their programs? Because if an athlete has that right in front of them, 
obviously the coaches aren't just hanging out in the background, you know, watching them look at the screen and then perform the exercise. How is this bettering the bettering them the coaches end? Oh man, that's a that's a twenty twenty uh, question uh, answer. Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. there's a lot of different ways. So one, um, in terms of so that we have two sides of the the offering. One is the content we provide, which is what we talked about earlier, where we provide content for like workouts for young athletes and and take them along this progression. Where on the other side is we we license our platform so that strength coaches, physical therapists, you know, sports medicine, um, you know, they can, you know, write the, and create their own content using our videos. They can upload their own videos and they can push their content out now to their users. So you might have an athlete in, um, like right now, I was, I was helping a guy the other day. He has a pro soccer player in Denmark, um, five athletes here playing rugby, another one in Australia. And he was, um, you know, creating content in all these different time zones and pushing out the content to the athletes wherever they were around the world. So he's he's literally global. Um, and uh, but getting back to the the weight room scenarios, like now coaches aren't carrying around like you know a piece of paper and checking stuff off. They can actually coach. Right. You know, they they can watch an athlete. They can coach, and they can you know it's not this like sort of zoo in the weight room where people are going around you're trying to you know the coach is checking stuff off on the piece of paper and you know everything is is centralized it's it's, it's digital and it's um, it, it allows them to step back because I remember just being in a weight room with like you know 20 30 kids going and it's just you're trying to monitor everything but now you can actually sit back and coach and then on the flip side you're not taking those excel sheets or you know cardstock and now you've got to spend the next two hours or hour and a half um, transcribing the athlete's results from the cardstock or the excel onto your excel so now you're getting user error coming in because you get tired and you know it's you save all the back end because they they'll input their um, data right into the the ipad um, in the weight room and they can roll from there and so you know from there your charts are all your, your analytics all taken care of you're not having to you know do all that stuff which is extra work for a strength coach so we're giving strength coaches time back to do like continued education spend time with their family and just coach um you know it's one thing i really saw at cal was and it's it wasn't it wasn't it was just being in the system was there's so much you know technology in, in sports where they're looking for GPS and heart rate and all that stuff, and it's right. the, the one person or the two people I forget about is is strength and conditioning and sports medicine. You know, two of the support staff that spend the most time with the athletes, and there's no system for them. And so that was a big part of, you know, uh, in getting you know when we started Bridge was we're going to provide content, but then allow coaches as well to fix what we saw broken in the in the collegiate system. So, you know, that's a big part of it. I think two big things you hit on was number one, it's almost like you're giving the strength coach a second coach, a co-coach every time they work with an athlete. And that athlete has to take some kind of a little more responsibility with their training, which I think is awesome. Right. I mean, that's accountability goes up a lot in terms of, you know, the, the accountability. One of the, the things a lot of coaches like is, um, you know, all the exercises get checked off, um, you know, with the performance log, you're getting uh, feedback, every day from the athletes, even on off days, you can get um, the feedback from them. Um, so um, you're able to get sort of insight there. And then as they're going through it, you know, um, you can see what they're checking off, what they're not. So even with things like um, warm-up blocks or recovery blocks, you can, um, you know, get get a view of, um, 
what the athletes are doing. And, and look, I know it's, you know, some of them might just go through and check it off, but at the same time, you know, even if it's a piece of paper, those athletes are going to do that. So, right. you know, um, from, from, from our side, it's, you know, we're getting a good view on, um, the work they're doing, um, making sure that they do do it. And then, you know, that all flows through to the one, the athletes dashboard, but also the coaches. So, um, you're getting a full look into your team, um, you know, different positions, different skill sets, and what each of them are doing. You know, going back to people just checking stuff off, <clears throat> it's really, I mean, obviously we know that's to their disadvantage, but, you know, if they're doing it with a, with a program and a software like, like yours, it doesn't make any sense why they would even try to do that because, they're, I mean, they're going to see the performance difference regardless, right? Either you check off a box and you do, don't perform uh, the exercise or you do the exercise and you check it off. I mean, regardless, you're going to see a performance output or, or a lack thereof, I should say. Um, but keeping the, the accountability factor is huge. I mean, whether or not they're turning in a, a worksheet or they're doing it on a piece of technology, that's... Um, it's a it's a crucial must where do you see the future of technology going in athletics do you think it's more along the line of of what bridge athletic has accomplished or or are we going to see like uh princess leia style um <laughs> like holograms popping up with coaches coaching athletes <laughs> you know i think um you know there's, there's a couple different ways to go because we it could be like shotgun spray and we can go anywhere um, I think what, what we've been able to do is, is in terms of giving coaches and athletic departments, especially in the collegiate setting, um, something that is very valuable. It's not a, a, a groundbreaking price point um, so that they, you know, we're able to institute it at, at a lot of different levels and it's, it's giving them um, value for what they do. It's not just for the athletes, but for the coaches. And I think that's one thing that everyone is, is very caught up in in you know monitoring athletes and tracking them and doing all that stuff but we forget about the the coaches um yeah. and you know with the with the platform it gives uh, the coaches something very easy to manage um something that actually gives them value in their day that it's saving them time it's allowing them to coach and not um get stuck in excel and putting numbers because the, the athletes are doing that um for you um so it's bringing a lot of value to to different verticals in the collegiate setting and not just in college, but also in high school. So the athletes are now better prepped because they're watching videos, whether it's on the app or, or in the weight room. So they, they're better prepared coming into college. Um, and so you're getting this, this life cycle. It's a lot longer because they, you know, they're getting great, um, uh, great, you know, uh, foundations in, in, in high school that then translates into college. So now you're not spending as much time getting the athletes ready. Um, that all that data is flowing through and then it can take them, you know, beyond college as well. So I think the huge value, even in moving forward, um, and, you know, I'm sure there will be, you know, the sort of, as you said, the Princess Leia stuff, I think that might be safe for the pros. But even for them, you know, doing the, the small things right um, and giving value to coaches, giving them feedback so that they, it can help them make decisions, I think that's that's a huge value. Um all the other bells and whistles will come, but if you're not doing the, the small things right and the day-to-day things, you know, um, correctly, then, you know, the bells and whistles don't really matter. Yeah, that's so true. Because with technology, I mean, one of the great things with, and it goes kind of without saying that, you can you can reach all of the quality content you want, 
But again, if you don't have the basics down, you're kind of hurting yourself. But with a platform like this and with, you know, there's others out there too, <clears throat> excuse me, and there's more coming down the, the chute, you can, you can kind of get uh, almost an aggregate of all of these quality coaches that necessarily don't have to be right in front of the athlete. If the athlete has, you know, the basics down, they can get a quality workout, quality training in and, you know, carry it along with them as they go, which I think speaks volumes too, because I, I talk to a lot of trainers who talk about, you know, where do you think our jobs are going to be in 50 years? I'm like, well, obviously it's hard to say, but there's something to be said for like the one-on-one -on -one contact and then you couple that with with what technology can do. Because even if I can build a program for someone and see them, you know, once a week or twice, twice a week or whatever it is, and they're doing things on their own, and I can see the back end of what they're doing outside the gym, you know, that's you're just marrying two of the best things that we have, which is the the personal component and then technology into one. So I think it's a a pretty big uh, a pretty big deal when it comes to to these kind of things. Um, if you could tell, if you could tell an athlete right now, what is, what's like the big overlay for bridge athletic in terms of their performance, what would it be? Um, you know, the, the big thing now, again, it depends on whether you're looking at, uh, what we call bridge strength, where we provide the content for the athlete. And I think the age of the athlete comes into as well. So, from from that standpoint, um, the big overlay is they, it's a it's going to be the safety of what being able to watch the videos and a, a really good progression. Um, you know, you're going to be getting something that fits your your sport, your position, and your um, experience or ability level. You know, and that's 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 important. Is that um, correct progression, not just being thrown into something that might not be right for you. Um, you know, even though you've you know 15 years old, you might be um, less or more advanced than one of your peers. So getting what you need to progress at your level. Um, on the platform side, you're going to be getting a much better experience in the weight room or gym and something that, you know, your, your, um, the coaches can, you know, like I said earlier, they can now spend time coaching you because that data is all put in. Um, you're getting a better experience. You can watch the videos if you want. You can see what you did last week. You can see what you did six months ago. Um, you don't have to go back to a, a piece of paper or a file and, um, you know, your coaches are digging around in the, the middle of the weight room. If you're not sure, it's, it's all there. And that, that's the beauty of data is that you can, you can get a look at it, uh, in real time. So I think, um, the experience, you know, in the weight room, um, it's just, it's a lot, it's a lot deeper. It's a lot, um, there's just a lot more to it in terms of helping you right in the, in the moment with, um, where you are with your, your workout that day. Yeah, I think so too. And with a product like this and with, um, with especially the front end and the back end of all of the data and having the coach and the athlete be on the same page at the same time, that, that goes above and beyond what, uh, what an athlete's potential could be as long as they're, you know, obviously doing what they need to be doing. So as long as they're pushing themselves while they're doing the workout and not just being, a you know, half-assing it, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but Nick, I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing some knowledge, man. And I hope people that are um, coaches and and athletes alike that are looking for something like this will reach out and make a connection and uh, try to better themselves. Thank you, Eric. I really appreciate it. You know, and if anyone's looking, they can they can get hold of us. 
you know, either um, through our support channels, the support at bridgeathletic.com. I think that's a great way to do it. Um, you know, we can help them with, you know, whether the platform is a good fit for them or um, whether they're looking for something uh, in terms of the, the content we provide. All right, Nick, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Eric. Appreciate you having me on.